Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Maria Davis, Mad Wednesdays. We here tonight to have a good time. Wait a minute. I see my man over there, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Dame Dash, let me hear that little tape of yours. And it's fat. Why don't you come up here and kick a little freestyle? Put that champagne down. Kick a little freestyle yeah, for me tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I kick it? Let's do it again. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Well, I'm gone. Check this out. Too much West Coast dick licking. And too many niggas on a mission. Doing your best JC rendition. Too many rough motherfuckers. I got my suspicion that you're just fishing a pool of sharks, nigga. Listen, too many bitches want to be ladies. So if you a hoe, I'ma call you a hoe. Too many bitches are shady. Too many ladies get these niggas too many chances. Too many brothers want to be lovers, don't know what romance is. Too many bitches stuck up from too many sexual advances. No question, Jay-Z got too many answers. I've been around this block too many times. Rock too many rhymes. Cop too many nines too. To all my brothers, it ain't too late to come together. Cause too much black and too much love equal forever. I don't follow any guidelines. Cause too many niggas ride mine. So I change styles every two rhymes. <laughs> what the fuck? That's 22 tunes for y'all motherfuckers out there. You know what I mean? Shall I continue? Check it out. What? Can I kick it? Clocking my spin and exercising your gay like minds like Richard Simmons. If you could catch Jay right on the late night without the eight right, maybe you could test my weight right. I dip spit quicker than you ever seen. Administer pain. Next, the minister screaming your name at your wake as I peek in. Look in your casket, feeling sarcastic. Look at them, still sleeping. You're never ready. Forever petty, minds stay petty. Minds thinking longevity until I'm 70. Living heavenly. Fuck. Felony after felony. What? Nigga, you broke. What the fuck you gonna tell me? Jay-Z, Jay-Z, now you know this is a fat track. Right. Now this is coming out on your new album on Rockefeller Records in 96. Well, Damn. it is definitely the bomb. But you know, I do want to say something to you. I know you've been having a lot of problems with the law. But I know you're innocent, and I'm behind you 100%. Mad Wednesdays, Rudy King, DJ Ace, Dame Dash, Rockefeller Records, we're all behind you. You can come back anytime. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. It is showtime, everybody. Welcome to an all-new I'm Just Talking, the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Brent Reed, the most underground podcast and all the podcasting going around. Hey, if you're looking at on Instagram, thank you, which I can honestly see how many people are watching, so it's zero right now. But if you watch later, thank you. Um, if you want to hear, because when I do the podcast, I actually play music during it. So um, if you want to get a piece of that and you want to experience, you know, hear the songs, because it is the 46th birthday of my favorite genre of music, which happens to be hip hop or rap or whatever you want to call it. And I am happy to say that today's show, I'm going to play um, some of the best MCs, some of my favorite MCs. Uh, we kicked it off with some Jay-Z Not any old Jay-Z either I played some Reasonable Doubt Jay-Z But um, we're going to have some Biggie Some Eminem And then I decided I'm going to fit Five of the greatest 
MCs ever on one song. Yeah, I was able to do that. Well, I was just able to find the song. <laughs> Any case, um, if you never heard the show before, it is more of a sports theme show, but sometimes I talk about some other stuff, um, personal stuff or um, just current events in the news. But uh, slow news week, believe it or not. Not really. There's a lot of stuff that happened this week that I'm not going to touch on. I'm going to try to keep more of a happier theme and so much ugliness and sadness in the world we need things sometimes to distract us from it just so we can breathe a little bit and if you notice if you watch baseball which i'm a huge fan of biggest fan love baseball my favorite sport i can watch any baseball game without a problem i know so it's so boring it's not boring it's you know it's taking time it's telling a story baseball tells a story if you ever watch wrestling in a match they tell a story guy gets in twists the guys and leg. now the whole match the guy has to now fight with a bum leg and then he prevails and comes back baseball the same thing it's a storytelling pitcher versus batter etc etc anyway <clears throat> this baseball year it's got a lot of lows in some areas like the American League East. The Yankees look like they're just running away. The National League West, the Dodgers have a 12-game lead over the next team, so they're done. Um, the American League West, same thing. Houston's just like, we're just going to run away with the whole thing. And But... A team out of New York, a little plucky underdog, has now made baseball in the last two months of the season interesting again. And it never fails. It's always the can you believe the New York Mets. The Mets, anytime baseball looks like it's in a box and nobody wants to watch, there's always one team that generates energy, generates fans, gets people behind it, and that's the Mets. The Mets are the plucky loser. The Cubs can try to claim it. They can't anymore. The Red Sox used to try to claim it. They can't anymore. There's no team. There's no ultimate underdog in any sport next to the Mets. You could say what you want about the Cleveland Browns. Well, the Browns have never won. Browns are not even close. It is clearly the New York Mets when it comes to how, how big a underdog. Every time, like the Mets have two World Series championships, and you would think they've never won one based on like their fan base, based on how people talk about them. They're they're a team in New York that has a bankroll and never figures out a way to keep a roster together. This is a franchise that's playing a player. That's paying, let me say that again, paying a player that signed there in the year 2000, and he has a contract until like the year 2050 or some weird crap where he makes a million dollars a year. So, yeah, this franchise gets it wrong, but when they get it done right, it's exciting. So, the no team, the Houston has the same kind of record in the last 10 games, but the Mets have been on a roll. They winners at nine out of ten. They are kicking butt. They went from <laughs> everybody thought they were nuts because during the trade deadline they made a big move to go get Marcus Stroman from the Blue Jays, a all star pitcher, to add to the Mets' current staff. And out of nowhere, now all of a sudden the Mets look like they can get to the playoffs and make some noise. They got hitting. They got a rookie that is crushing the ball. He's already beat Daryl Strawberry's record, which is crazy because the record that Strawberry had lasted for 30 plus years, and well, to be exact, 33 years because that's when Strawberry debuted the same year I was born. And the kid's got 30 plus home runs. He's just raking them. He's just doing the thing. And you look how. 
the Mets are getting it done. They're getting it done with pitching and with timely hitting and something that their weakness was, the bullpen, but the Mets are not – they're, they're playing the game of baseball the way I think used to be played. Like everybody so, was so – analytically sound. Oh, we're going to get by the numbers and you need a strong bullpen and, you know, let your pitcher only pitch two innings. No, F that. They they went, they got guys going six, seven strong innings, then going to their bullpen. Their kidders are getting timely hits. They're hitting using all sides of the field, not just one side because analytics says, I always hit the ball to right field. No, they got guys that's batting it all over the place. And right now, they are making the last part of the baseball season truly exciting. They kind of got the race going down. If you just look at the National League, right? I'm messing with the microphone again. Uh-oh, there it goes. <laughs> if you look at the last part of the year, the Washington Nationals, the Milwaukee Brewers, they currently hold the top two wild card spots, but they're actually tied for that. The Mets in St. Louis are second, and they're tied. They're half a game back. Milwaukee is either going to win the wild card or lose it because they're in a scrap battle with the Cubs and St. Louis to just try to win that division. So St. Louis and Milwaukee or the Cubs are going to find themselves knocked out of the playoffs because it's impossible for all three of those teams to make it. Well, anything's possible. But I find it I find it's going to be real hard. Uh, the Cubs... Uh, pitching is a lot stronger. Uh, Milwaukee does have the hitters, but they still don't have the start in rotation. And St. Louis has the hitters, but their pitching is so iffy. The Mets and the Washington Nationals, who only face each other four more times this year, once today and then three more times in September, could easily be that this series in September could easily be the Mets beating them and going to the playoffs or Washington beating them and knocking them out the playoffs. But if you even look at how the Mets' road to the playoffs looks against tough teams, they play the Dodgers uh, three times. That's going to be tough. They play uh, Atlanta nine times, who leads the division. Philly five times, who's also in the fight for the wild card. I feel like if the Mets just beat the teams that's in their division, they will put themselves in the position where if the Mets make the playoffs, I guarantee it. Watch how it's more exciting the playoffs begin. Begin. Watch how more exciting that one game playoff can be because the Mets just they're Met fans across this country. Everybody hates the Yankees. Everybody loves the Mets. They're the lovable losers. They're the amazings. They're the we believe. They 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 they're everything you want in an underdog. They don't do it right. They have no sexy all stars. They don't have <laughs> their colors are kind of a little bit all over the place. Their stadium was uh conflicted, ugly. Like when they create when they made their new stadium, the wall was too deep. Like they didn't even design it for their best play. The Mets just do they're, they're owner was in a scam with Bernie Madoff like they just do everything backwards but yet when they make the playoffs they make things much more exciting so I'm, I'm putting all my cards in the Mets uh, making the playoffs and that's going to mean much better for MLB because they'll have some better teams it's better when they have some cool teams in there um, got a question my first question uh, what about Virginia Tech football beating Miami this year well okay coaster, uh, coasters I'll tell you um, I don't know <laughs> Because I, I think I'm going to start looking into college football this coming up week. But just being a pure Miami fan, we're going to crush VTech football this year. And I think we got your quarterback from last year. 
if I'm not mistaken. So uh, uh, get ready for that one. That should be fun. Hey. Um, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a small break and throw some music on. Like I said, if you want to hear the music of the show, you gotta go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or SoundCloud uh, to hear the whole part of the show. And I'm gonna throw on uh, today. We got some Biggie, some Eminem, LL Cool J. Uh, DMX, Method Man, and Red Man. And in the last segment, I'm going to go live again in the last segment. I will touch on a guy from Instagram who posted his top 50 MCs, and I'm going to shred that apart because it made zero sense to me, some of the people on the list. Um, I need you guys to understand that um, I'm just talking. See you in a... See you. Pussy when I want Rolex on the arm 
you'll die slow but calm. Recognize my face so there won't be no mistake. So you know where to tell Jake, lame nigga, brave nigga. Turn front page, nigga. Puff Daddy flips daily. I smoke the blunts, he sips on the bellies. On the rocks, tote blocks of christening. Hammer cock in the fire positioning. What? 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 Come here, come here. Open your fucking mouth. Open your, did I tell you don't fuck with me? Huh? Did I tell you not to fuck with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we proceed to give you what you need. Downright sports. Showtime. I'm just being silly. Uh, segment two is gonna be a little different. Um, not really. I just didn't have a really strong, good segment. Uh, so I'll talk about something I saw earlier. Tiger Woods withdrew from whatever random golf tournament they got going on. All the majors is done. I don't really care about. You have to be a true golf fan to care about the other events. I'm trying to get into golf, but I won't lie to you. Without having a sports is hard if you don't have that one. That one lightning rod, that beacon that drives you to the sport, and um, you got to be a true fan to just want to watch it. I'm not gonna lie to you; you got to be a super fan. But if you pay attention to certain sports, like Tiger withdrew because he said he's got back issues. I think the guy just can't play anymore, and I think he needs to shift. Like if it was wrestling, he needs to shift to like a part-time player. Just show up certain events, just chill out, become more of a figure, become more of a elder statesman. I know you're chasing your dominance, Tiger. I know it's hard because you didn't really get to walk off the stage the way you wanted to. You had a terrible incident in the press and yada, yada, yada. Uh, This is why athletes, uh, superstar athletes, or just people in general, need to remember at the end of the day, you're a person. And it's impossible for you to try to uh, live up to these fictional things. Tiger tried to use to keep his life uh, private. Uh, he was like this uh, perfect being. You know, he was. You know, he wasn't black. You know, he was. He did everything in his power to be different. And at the end of the day, he just showed he was human. There's just nothing wrong with that. Um, if you look at, I was thinking about this, and I think I'm gonna do a downright sports show on this where I could focus more on this topic. The reason why Michael Jordan is so heavily regarded is because what Mike was able to do in the time period he played basketball, which was change everything. Michael is the true... Muhammad Ali may actually be the first, but in the modern era of sports, that's the new catchphrase in a lot of things, the modern era of sports, which means post cable television you know modern era is sports or modern era is post the creation of whatever creates the narrative <laughs> but if you'll pay attention no athlete zero not one maybe babe ruth but none of us were alive to seen or understand or experience this come close to the star power michael jordan has possessed and still does. He is Mike Tyson is a close second, but Jordan, the everyone knows twenty three. Every sport, every average human, every animal knows the number twenty three. If I said number twelve in football, who is that? Exactly. I say number twenty three. You instantly go to Jordan. Instantly. Now, technically, Don Mattingly for the Yankees wore number 23. 
nobody cares about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jeter's number two may be the second most iconic number. Because, like, you said, well, Brent, that's blacks for me. What about Babe Ruth? Yeah, Babe Boy three, but nobody remembers that nor cares about that. Uh, uh, I can tell you a lot of great players in their jersey numbers, but nobody can. 23 is it. He always wore 23. He always would be known as 23, and that's because he transcended the, the – he transcended – athlete to superstar to sports entertainer like that's how big even as great as LeBron is LeBron wears 23 that's Jordan's number that's why I always used to say LeBron showed his weakness because he should have entered the league with a totally different number like Kobe went from 8 to 24 you feel me LeBron should have came in with the league like 52 or 55 you know something that was just different Instead, what did he do? He just copied Mike and put a headband on and really couldn't live up to the expectations. We'll touch on that later. But Jordan, unlike what Tiger, I think, could have been if Tiger would have just left. If Tiger would have just stepped away after and showed that I just can't do this anymore and just went away and just stayed in the into the into the into the abyss like Jordan kind of did for a few years and then just reappeared out of nowhere and bought a team or something he would be revered in that same light but because he keeps coming back and he keeps losing he's losing as much it's been 10 years since he was dominant the last time in 2008 from like 99 to 2000 Tiger was the man since like 2009 to now, he has won zilch that matters. He is killing his career because he's going to be more known for losing now than a guy who was known as when he's the second most career majors. Here's the crazy thing. Mike does not have the most championships, not even close. But people care more about Jordan than they do Bill Russell. So... That's that's my take on the shit that this one loud. That was actually compelling. Anyway, um, we come back. I'm gonna throw on some Eminem. We come back. We're gonna end the show. Talk a little hip hop. Um, for those of you who are faithful listeners, uh, that li- <laughs> you know that either like or dislike when I play music, just let me know. But I play music that I actually like. So it's not that I don't care what you think. I just play music that I like. Um, I'm all over the place. I'm gonna play some Bruce Springsteen next week, but it is hip hop's 46th birthday. I think this month is gonna be all hip hop, and then um, September we start it over again. But uh, uh, we'll be right back. I'm just talking. get my head straight but i can't figure out which spice girl i want to impregnate uh, and dr dre said slim shady you a basic uh-uh why's your face red man you wasted well since age 12 i felt like i'm someone else because i hung my original self from the top bunk with a belt got pissed off and ripped hammer the leaves tipped off and smacked it so hard i knocked the clothes back with like crisp i smoke a fat pound of grass and fall on my ass faster than a fat bitch who sat down too fast come here slut shady wait a minute that's my girl dog Fuck, God sent me to piss the world off. Hi, my name is what? 
teacher wanted to flunk me in junior high. Thanks a lot. Next semester, I'll be 35. I smacked him in his face with an eraser. Chased him with a stapler. Stapled his nuts to a stack of paper. Walked in a strip club. Had my jacket zipped up. Blast the bartender and stuck my dick in a tip cup. Extraterrestrial running over pedestrians in a spaceship while they're screaming at me. Let's just be 99% of my life, I was lied to. I just found out my mom does more dope than I do. I told her I'd grow up to be a famous rapper. Make a record about doing drugs and name it after. You know you blew up when the women rush your stands. You try to touch your hands like some screaming usher fans. This guy, White Castle, asked for my autograph, so I find it. Dear Dave, thanks for the support, asshole. Yo, all right, welcome back. Um, if you welcome back, Instagram, as I get ready to close out the show, this is I'm Just Talking the Podcast. Let's do some quick, quick, quick promos. Hey, go to YouTube, subscribe today at the Downrate Sports Channel. Watch the, uh, the most underground sports show on the internet or anywhere. It's a show from a fan's perspective, so go check that one out. Uh, hit me up at Twitter at BrentReed18. Subscribe here at um, Instagram at uh, Downrate Sports. Check out our fan page. I can't believe I have that. At Facebook, uh, which is also Downrate Sports. Everything's just Downrate Sports, except for the podcast, which is I'm Just Talking. Uh, the podcast, hosted by Brent Reed, which you can find at Google Play, SoundCloud, and um, Apple Podcasts, which I think the name of that's changing this fall, believe it or not. So, um, 
Check that out. Thank you all. If you listen to the podcast, I really appreciate it. And uh, continue listening and uh, leave questions and comments if you do. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so this uh, hip hop is 46 today. What? I am a huge hip hop fan. I am a kid from the Bronx. I love hip hop. I love MCs. Yes, I tolerate rap. Yes, I tolerate trap music. Yeah, I tolerate mumble rap because the beat sometimes is catchy and some of the crap they say is a little off the hook. But. I am, at the end of the day, I'm a pure lyricist. I love guys who could spit rhymes and tell a story. Some of those guys you know who can do that. Some of the best storytellers in the game, you know the names. Biggie Smalls, Tupac, Jay-Z, DMX, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan, Eminem, uh, Big Daddy Kane, um... The list goes honestly on and on and on and on. To me, that was is what defines... MC. Now there are rappers and then there are MCs. Again, guys who could tell a story. Guys who when this song comes on, you just want to listen and they either speaking to you or they're speaking to someone that you know and you can understand it. Uh, there's a guy on Instagram, I'm not going to throw his name out there, no disrespect, but he put out a list, top 50 hip-hop art, or hip-hop's top 50, and his, this is his list. He even, I asked, like, whose list is this? And he told me, this is my list, and I was like, respect. I'm not going to go through the whole list. I'm just going to shred it. Number one, he puts, so one, let's do one through five real quick. Biggie, Eminem, Jay-Z, Royce, Andre 3000. Biggie, Eminem, and Jay, yes. The other two, just what the heck. You got Will Smith rated ahead of Tupac. I don't even know if Will Smith should be. Will Smith's a great performer, but I don't know if he should be on the list. Like, this is a guy who, if you don't know, the song Miami was written by Jay-Z. What makes you such a great... Like, I know everybody's, like, hung up on, like... Hey man, he doesn't write his own rhymes. There's some, there's something to that. If you're considering yourself a rapper or a hip hop artist, you should write your own rhymes. That's like saying, well, the Beatles are, you know, the Beatles wrote their own music. That's what separated the Beatles versus like certain other artists. You would say the the Temptations are great performers, but nobody's gonna say the Temptations are great songwriters. The Beatles are great songwriters. The Stones, great songwriters. Uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen, great songwriters. Bruno Mars, etc., etc. Neo, etc., etc. It's something to be a performer and a songwriter to own your own thing, and that's what a hip-hop artist is, a lyricist. You got... I don't know how Mace made the list in the top 50. I'm not sure Mace is 50. I'm not sure why Q-Tip should be ranked a lot higher than 46. Just the Tribe Called Quest by themselves should be ranked higher than 46. Uh, Styles P is a writer. His nickname was the Ghost Writer, and you got Styles P at 41, at 40. Fabulous is ranked over Styles. Like, get out of here. Uh, I would have, honestly, I think I take... Um, Kendrick Lamar and definitely put Kendrick Lamar uh, over 50 Cent easily. Now, if this list, if this list is based on performers or revenue or flashiness, I give it to you. But if it's rate, if it's based on rappers, Common, Most Def, and Slick Rick are better rappers than 50 Cent, Busta Rhymes, Will Smith, and uh, Big Pun. Yeah, I said easily, easily. Uh, Common, most definitely slick. Rick are better rappers than Little Wayne. I'll tell you, real, Charlemagne the God the other day said it best. 
you could tell a guy when they're getting better or worse in their career. Pusha T, 40 plus years old, getting better. Little Wayne, 40, getting worse. Because Wayne's best years were that Carter to Carter 4-ish. He peaked, and then it was over. And I still think somebody was writing those rhymes for him. Big Daddy Kane at 33. If Big Daddy, if Jay Z is three, Big Daddy Kane is in the top ten because Jay Z basically learned everything from Big Daddy Kane. I'm just telling you. Nas, Ti ranked ahead of Nas. You're smoking crack. The fact Nas ain't in the top 15. You're smoking. You're, you're on crack and heroin at the same time. You, these are these are guys again. A hip hop artist, an MC. Tells a story, paints a picture. You can't turn it off. You may not like every album, but I can guarantee out of every album Nas has, you can find five songs that you're going to like. This is not about guys who make summer hits. And if that's what this list is based on, then you know what? Fat Joe needs to be at number one because he's had more. He's had a, more summer hits. And the fact that Fat Joe is ranked over Nas is crazy. The fact that. J. Cole, that's the clock. The fact that J. Cole is ranked over Styles P is insane. How the hell is B real on this list? Come on. This is, if I was Stephen A. Smith, this is blasphemy. This is sickening. Hi, Ali. Thanks for watching. This is, this is crazy. I had to touch on this list. And I'm going to come back to this list. I'm going to attack and attack this list until I start a fight with the person that made this list. Because it is insane to me that you have Tupac ring under Will Smith and Method Man and Red Man and DMX. And here's the weird part. I don't even think Ja Rule is on this list. And Ja Rule, to me, is a better rapper than at least a bunch of these guys. Lloyd Banks, Mace, Drake should never be on any hip-hop list. Drake should be on a rapper's list, but no hip-hop list. Come on. Drake should be on a pop list, because that's who Drake is. <sighs> I was fueled. This list fueled me. It was, it was fueled by a thousand sons. Hell with it. I said I was going to say the guys. They, the list was posted by uh, the Lewis and Greg podcast. Lewis and Greg, shout out to you. Uh, um, shout out to your podcast. I'm not a fan of that list. Just not. Just not. I will, I'm not going to do my own. It's going to take too much work. And I don't feel like doing it. But I have, I have to tack that list. First shot fired. I like your show. That list was trash. <laughs> all right. Hey, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Um, be back next week, I think. I'm not sure I got to talk to my executive producer. Um, and uh, this show uh, will not air probably until Monday or Tuesday. Um, technical errors, but you can see it here. And um, uh, you guys enjoy the rest of the week. And uh, stay classy. Deuces. Sound like Kevin. Uh -huh. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. My moment, cow, come and get some. Yeah. Play your opposition. Hot next on this one. For all the sick ones, infliction, poisonous, dark sickness. Best believe, finger itching with two broke legs. Now I'm tripping on MCs, cliche. Shot that ricochet, start trouble, bust bubble. Hip the wicked ways, gotta love me. GOG, no one above me. Look good, but fuck ugly. Tap your jaw from my punch, fucking son, and you. Got you shitting in your last ugly run.
running who? Fucking punk, get a speed pump coming through. A single shot, make your meat love respect. Uh -huh. Hey, yo, I put it on a nigga. Shit it on a nigga. Turn a Christian to a certified sinner. The bomb I released, time pin up. Explode. When you got sent up, I was hitting your ex hole. Shit, I kept low. Petrol, your metro. Politic, keep the chicken heads gobbling. Shit, I'm driving in, come with folk halogen. Terrorize your city from the split committee. Kick ass to both Timberlands, turn shitty. Gritty, smack the driver head in the gypsy. When I approach, rappers be taking notes. I drop like I should've invented the raincoat. Absolute, I love the burn to the roots. I keep coming to you, pour sperm from your boots. Vigilante, hardcore to the penis. Tell you, fuck you, my attitude is anemic. I'm the illest nigga alive, watch me prove it. I snatch your crown with your head still attached to it. Cannabis is the type to fight for mics. Beating niggas to death and beating dead niggas to life. When you look at me long enough, I start to read your thoughts if the signal was strong enough. And then I call your bluff like, yo, how many rhymes you got? I could go on for more millennia. The Mazda's got on a car lot, and there's nowhere to run to. When I confront you, nigga, I call you bluff like you had a phone number. Who wanna see cannabis get wild? Who wanna act flying, get shot down with a surface to air missile? I take them on and on, safe size and forms to spit on. Anybody who ain't close enough to shit on, zero to 60. I'm already doing a hundred when I'm blunted, and I give it to any nigga that wants Stay out the dark. Is if I catch you when the sun is down, run it, clown. Come up off that. I'm gonna gun it down. Run it down. Wherever stone go, it's gonna be that. See that? That shit'll finish you, dog. Believe that. Where we at? Do you value your life as much as your possessions? Don't be a stupid nigga. Learn a lesson. I'm gonna get you either way, and it's better to live. Let me get what's up in your sock, cause it's better to give, to receive. Believe what I say when I tell you. Don't make me put you somewhere where nobody can smell you. And when the lights is out, they don't come back on. This ain't a flick, you ain't gonna come back on. Ain't that strong. Knew it was wrong, but you asked for it, baby. Use a big nigga, ski mask for it, baby. So I can hit you up on front street. You get dumb sweet, you want heat. One deep, leave behind. One hey, sweet. Yo, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Blaze the hot trizac. Shine like heaven. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Come on, Mr. Smith, come get some. My young sons fantasize of borrowing flows. Tell little shorty with the big mouth, the bank is closed. Oh, it's simple, my arm is off limits for challenges. You holding rusty swords, I swing the Excalibur. How dare you step up in my dimension? Your little ass should be somewhere crying on detention. Watch your mouth, better yet, hold your tongue. I'ma do this shit for free this time, this one's for fun. Blow you to pieces, leave your covenant thesis with one thesis. LL Cool J is hot. Every little boy wanna pick up the mic and try to run with the big boys and live up to the real hype. But that's like picking up a ball, playing with Mike. Swinging in King Griffey or challenging Roy to a fight. Stapping your amateur MCs. Don't you know I'm like the dream team touring overseas? For rappers, I'm a circle, I'm a deadly disease. Ringmaster, bringing a tiger cub to his knees. And in the history of rap, they've never seen such prominence. Your naive confidence gets crushed by my dominance. Now let's get back to this mic on my arm. If it ever left my side, it transformed into a time bomb. You don't want to bar that. You want to idolize. And you don't want to make me mad, nigga. You want to socialize. And I'm daring every MC in the game to play itself out position and mention my name. I make a rhyme for every syllable in your name. Go platinum for every time your grimy ass was on the train. Watch your mouth. Don't ever step out of line. LL Cool J, nigga. Greatest of all time.